Vatikach Miriam Hanaviu Achois Aharen. Fragt die Gemur Achois Aharen, Veloy Achois Moshe, Favos Zukme Miriam Hanaviu Achois Aharen. Du rettest ba de Kries Yamsef. Omarav Amram, Omarav, Vamrela Omarav Nachman Omarav. Melamet Choice, Mesnabe Kishihi Achois Aharen. Sie hat ungeheuben Sungen wie noch eine Moshe Rabbeini geboren, wenn sie es nur gewähnt, ach, euch zu haaren. Wo immer es ist, sie hat gesucht, als sie de Emi, sie teilt ben, sie Moshe es Yisrael. An unbelievable world. The world was a dark place, Rebben Yomen. Just imagine that in every house, instead of a baby being born, everyone being excited, as soon as a baby was born, the heart started pounding. I can't imagine the cruelty, the doors bursting open, the baby being snatched away from the mother and taken to the river and thrown in alive while the baby gasped for breath. You can't even imagine the cruelty that was done against us. And the baby that my mother will have is going to actually save Klaliusul. The kibun shenoyled Moshe as soon as Moshe Rabbeini was born, nismale kol abayis killer or the whole house became full of light, full of joy. Omer the view her father stood up, v'noshka al roisha and kissed his daughter Miriam. Omer he told the biti my daughter niskaimen neviusayich your nevia was mekiem the child was born that's going to save Klal Yisrael. But the kivin the mother Yechavit put Moshe Rabbeini in a wooden box and dropped Moshe Rabbeini into the Yeoir. Reb Zalmanlai, what was going to happen to Moshe Rabbeini at that moment? He was going to die. The father came and he slapped her. A frask. Omelah, he told the Bitti, Heichen Neviyosayich, where's the prophecy that you promised? Vaheine dechsev, vataisatsev, achoysem, ayrochoik ledayu ma yeyusaloi. Miriam didn't walk away. While Moshe Rabbeini's parents were no longer there, they had given up. Miriam stood on the side. Laida ma yehai besof Neviyosayich. She wanted to see the story unfold. So the Gibur gives us a little background into what was happening in Moshe Rabbeini's house at this moment. We saw that Miriam stood at the side and she saw Basia pick up the box. Her heart is pounding because if Basia picked up the box, the next normal thing for Basia to do was to turn over the box and drop the baby in the water. But she doesn't do that. She opens the box. And precisely at that moment, the baby starts to cry. And Basia is torn. On one side, she cares for the baby. But on the other hand, I cannot save this baby. If I save this baby, I'm going against my father. What am I to do? And that moment, Miriam Anavia steps in. And she makes it a given. She doesn't tell Basia, are ah, you going to save it? She tells Basia, you're definitely going to save the child. The only thing you need is somebody to feed the child. I will bring you the woman to feed the child. 
And yet we saw that the entire Pasha was, some, was done without any names. That question I've asked around, I'm still waiting for an answer. We don't have not Amram's name, not Yechevit's name, and not Miriam's name. Nobody's name. The only name that's mentioned is two years later when the baby comes back to Basya Basparai. She names him Moshe Rabbeini. There's something else that is very important in this Pasha. And this by Havrisa pointed out yesterday. Many cruel people have moments of compassion. How many stories are there in Nazi Germany when humans turned into beasts? When aliens in fancy suits sent six million people to the gas chambers, including a million babies, sliced their heads off with bayonets. There was still that Nazi that in that second, that moment, he decided to let this person live. A spark of humanity within the beast that the person had become. And then he continues to be a beast for the rest of his life. But somehow this person had a dog lost. You could have thought that Basia had a moment. She decided spontaneously, I want to save the baby. She sent the baby to Yechevet to nurse it. She set up a bank account, quick pay every month, and she was out of the picture. The Torah tells you that's not what Basia did. Two years later, the baby came back to the palace and Basia raised the baby as a child. That doesn't happen from a moment of compassion. That happens from a lechutz megelila yoviu. Her father had lived, raised her one way, full of disgust, of power hungry, of the ability to murder humans. She goes lechutz ala oil. She's taking a different path completely. The path that Basia takes is a pathway where when mur- humans turn into murderers, she turns into an angel. This is the capacity that humans can rise against the mob, against the masses. It's not easy. But those that do it achieve greatness. We are sitting here today in Sadigere Bismedrish. But as a Kanad Moira Sadigere, only because there was one woman who stood up to the masses and to her own father when the world had turned into beasts and decided to do what's right. Thousands of years later, we are still here. I want to just say with you one little thing. There the Yom Kippur War. The Prime Minister Netzer was Golda Meir. She needed weapons. Henry Kissinger was Secretary of State in America. Henry Kissinger wrote a letter to Golda Meir and he told her, I'm an American first and I'm a Jew second. So Golda Meir said, you write on your paper in English, I'm an American Jew. But he says, she says, Yidin read right to left. So we read Jew and then America. <laughs> and then Golda Meir told a very powerful thing. Golda Meir said, in many years, nobody in America will remember you. But those that ever did kindness to a Yid are remembered forever and for all eternity. Maybe the reason nobody has a name in this Pasha is because the star of this whole Pasha is Basia Basparoi. It's not the mother, it's not the father, in a certain sense it's not even the sister. She will get her space later. At this point, we want to remember this one person, Basia Basparoi, who went against all odds to help the Yid. The Yid never forgets those who stood by their side in the hour of need.